Five bells. Stand by all stations. Attention. All districts. A five-alarm fire. Five bells. Move in immediately. That's it. Let's go. Let's go. Firefighters! Presenting Firefighters, the true-to-life story of our unsung heroes who stand ready to ride by day or night against our most murderous enemy, the demon of fire. In just a moment, we'll take you to the home of the Collinses, where Tim is having a breakfast with Jimmy and Mrs. Collins after the exciting conclusion the night before of the case of the counterfeit plate. He's in for another exciting adventure, and Jimmy is too. But before we learn about it, here's an interesting message. Let's go, firefighters. Let's go to the kitchen of the Collins's family, where Tim, Jimmy, and Mrs. Collins are having a big breakfast of Mother Collins's buckwheat cakes. And Tim is saying, Oh, gee, I, how about another stack of buckwheats, Mom? I could eat a horse after that excitement last night. I declare you get more and more like your father. I can just see Ben sitting there now, asking just like you are for a third helping of wheat cakes. <laughs> well, what, when you work, you got to eat, Mom. Oh, you're just naturally a, a glutton. Now, Jimmy, if you'd been up most of the night working, you'd be hungry, too. By the way, what's the matter with your appetite this morning? You usually... Oh, big day, Mom. I'm eating Jack to talk over some business about the Firefighters Brigade. We want to raise some money. Oh, what are you going to buy? Ice cream, sodas? Oh, no, Tim. This is important. It's for our equipment fund. You got any suggestions? No, but... Well, I'll think about it. Okay. Well, I gotta be on my way. I'm due to meet Jack at his apartment in five minutes. I'll see you all later. Jimmy, finish your breakfast. Oh, gee, Mom, I've had plenty. One guy that overeats in the family's enough. All right, none of that. None of that. If you were a working man like me, you'd eat a decent breakfast, Oh, let too. him go, Tim. I guess he's just excited. Come right back when you finish your business with Jack. I've got some things for you to do today. Okay, so long, Mom. Uh, and Tim, well, watch that appetite of yours, won't you? Go on, get out of here. Hey, Jack. Oh, hiya, Jimmy. Hey, you're the guy I'm on my way to see. What you doing on Front Street? Oh, Mrs. Larkin asked me to go to the drugstore for her. She's an old lady who lives in our apartment house. Say, I've been talking with my brother, Tim, about raising money for the equipment for him. Yeah? Did he have any ideas? No, but he said he'd think about it. Oh. Well, let's talk it over with him as soon as I deliver this bottle of medicine to Mrs. Larkin in the apartment here. Say, I never realized you live right next door to a garage. That's pretty convenient when you want to buy gas. <laughs> yeah. We keep our car there. Ah, speaking of gas, I see the garage is getting a new supply. And there's Clyde, the gas truck man. Hi, Jack. Hiya, Clyde. Going up the old tank again, huh? Yep. And his garage sure sells a lot of gas. This is the second truckload I delivered in three days. Ah, they sure must have a flock of customers. Well, that's our garage. The most successful in town. Ah, uh, this is my friend, Jimmy Collins, Clyde. Jimmy, Clyde Cranston. Hi, Jimmy. I'm pleased to meet you, Clyde. Say, uh, Clyde. Hey, Jimmy. I just noticed something. That hose from your gas truck. Now, what about it? Oh, you're supposed to be putting gas in the garage tank, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. It's right under the walk here. Big 500-gallon job. Uh, I may be wrong, but it looks to me like you have your hose in the wrong pipe. What do you mean? Well, it, isn't it supposed to be in the pipe over there? What? It looks like you've got it in your apartment house tank. Holy smoke. 
You're right. I put her in the apartment's fuel oil pipe by mistake. Gosh, that means you've been running gas into the apartment house tank. Yeah, you're right, Jimmy. Yeah, what a fool thing to do. Yeah, I'll shut it off. She whiz. Well, what are you going to do, Clyde? Well, the damage is done now. Switch her over to the garage tank, I guess. Forget about it. But what about the gasoline in the apartment house tank? Ah, forget it. No one will never know the difference. But, well, isn't that dangerous, having gasoline in a fuel oil tank? Ah, it won't make no difference. Besides, if the company finds out I pulled a full stunt like that, it'll cost me my job. I don't stand in so good with them now as it is. Thing like this, and I'd be out on my neck. But what about the oil furnace? Want to make a difference burning gas instead of fuel oil? Listen, kid, forget about it. So I made a mistake. It's not important. Well, don't you think you should report it? Look, I said it wasn't important. I'll be hanged if I'm going to risk my job by telling the company I don't know what gas from a fuel oil pipe. Well, are you sure it isn't dangerous? I said forget it. What difference is it to you? It's my worry, so forget about it. Well, if you think it... I said it didn't matter, didn't I? I got the whole switch. So what? Okay, if you say it's all right, only... Say, I... what's eating your friend here, Jack? What's he so worried for, anyway? Well, he just It's only to... that since I became a junior firefighter, I'm always noticing things that might be fire hazards. Oh, so you're one of them junior firefighters, huh? Yeah, I heard about them. Bunch of kids at school got it up, didn't they? Yeah, I'm president of the brigade at our school. Yeah, well, what do you firefighters do besides go around and tell other people how to run their business? I wasn't doing that. It just seemed to me that gasoline and a fuel oil Look, tank... kid. Yeah? You wouldn't be going to squeal on me, would you? Well, what do you mean? You wouldn't want to get a guy fired, would you? Just because he made a little mistake. Well, I'm no, a pretty I... good friend of your pal Jack here. Ain't that right, Jack? Sure, sure, Clyde. Well, uh, just remember it. And my advice to both of you is to forget you ever saw that gasoline running into the apartment fuel oil tank. Oh, but... Understand? You didn't see a thing. Okay, Clyde. You didn't see a thing. And be sure your pal understands, too. I'd hate to have any, uh, trouble with you kids. Well, the tank's full, I see, so, uh, I'll be shoving off. I'll be seeing you around, Jack. Yeah, sure, Clyde. Just remember, both of you, you didn't see anything. Gee, Clyde seemed kind of scared we'd tell on him, didn't he? Yeah. That was funny, him putting the gasoline in the wrong tank, though. Yeah, he certainly was. Well, I'd better look up Mrs. Larkin and give her this medicine. Then we can get down to business. Yeah, yeah, sure, Jack. Mrs. Larkin's a funny old gal. She's always hollering to the superintendent about something. Well, hey, come on in, Jimmy. I can't hold the door open all day. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Okay. Hey, what's got into you? You look like you're in a trance. Anything on your mind? No, I... I was just thinking. Oh, there's Mrs. Larkin now, just coming up from the basement. I'll give her the medicine. Uh, Mrs. Larkin. Oh, hello there, Jack. Here's your medicine. I hope I didn't keep you waiting too long. No, Jack. I've been looking for Mr. Turner, the superintendent. That man ought to be discharged from his job. Never around when you want him. Well, what's wrong this time, Mrs. Larkin? The heat. That man never turns the furnace on. Like an icebox in my apartment. You seen him? No, I haven't. Uh, here's your medicine. 
thanks, my boy. Remind me to give you a dime the next time I have my purse. Oh, that's all right, Mrs. Larkin. I never saw such an inefficient man. Let a body free, he would. Just wait till I find him. <laughs> Poor Mrs. Larkin, always complaining. You know, she'd want the heat on if it was 90 outside. Well, then the furnace isn't on now? Oh, not on a day like this. Yeah, but if I know Mrs. Larkin, she'll find Mr. Turner and make him turn it on. Oh, no, she can't do that. Well, why do you say that, Jimmy? Jack. Yeah? Look, that gasoline in the fuel tank, regardless of what Clyde says, I think it's dangerous. You think so? Yes, and I think we should report it. Yeah, but what about Clyde? We promised him we wouldn't say anything. But if there's danger of an explosion, it's our duty to tell someone. Uh, maybe you're right. Tony, I'd hate to get Clyde into trouble. I've known him for a long time. He's got a wife and a family. Well, Clyde made a mistake. A mistake that's endangering the lives of every person in this apartment house, including your family. She would when you put it that way. Yeah, but Clyde said it wouldn't oh, hurt. Clyde any... doesn't know for sure. I'm afraid he's thinking more about his job than the safety of the people in your apartment house. Well, what do you think we should do? Look, Jack, we're junior firefighters. That means we have a responsibility to help prevent fires whenever we can. Yeah, but Jimmy, what if we report it and it turns out that gasoline isn't dangerous in a fuel oil tank? And Clyde will lose his job and he'll blame us. I know, Jack. But right now there's hundreds of gallons of gasoline in your apartment tank. And if Mrs. Larkin ever gets the superintendent to turn on the furnace, there's likely to be a terrible explosion. Where's and my mother's sick in bed upstairs, too. Well, what do we do? I know what I'm going to do. Get my brother, Tim. Well, now, that's a pretty tough decision for Jimmy to make. If he reports that Jack's friend Clyde, through error, ran gasoline into the apartment house fuel tank, Clyde will probably lose his job with the gasoline company. But if he doesn't report it, and a fire is started in the apartment house furnace, there may be an explosion in Jack's apartment endangering the lives of scores of persons. What would you do if you were faced with Jimmy's problem? Well, to find out what Jimmy does, be sure to listen to our next true-to-life episode of The Firefighters. In just a moment, Chief Bob Cody will tell you girls and boys how you can help the firefighters in your own town. But first, here's a message for you. And now, Chief Bob Cody with a special notice for the Firefighters Brigade. Chief Cody. Hello, boys and girls. This is Chief Cody again. Most of you probably have some sort of fire extinguisher in your home or in the family car. I want you to ask your father to go around with you and check your home firefighting equipment. See that it is filled and in working order. And if you don't yet know how to operate it, be sure to get your father to show you how. For often, the quick use of a home extinguisher can prevent a small fire from becoming a large and sometimes fatal one. Well, that's all. So long for now. Fire Chief Cody and the young rookie fireman Tim Collins will be back on the same station the next time you hear... That's it. Let's go! Fighters is a copyrighted feature of William F. Holland Productions.